It's time for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. Oh, welcome in on a Tuesday. How are you? Do you have a nice Monday? Good start to the week. I hope so. We're back and ready. The Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. We are ready to roll. 1067 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us there, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Welcome in. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by the Rehab Doctors. When it comes to pain relief without surgery, see the Rehab Doctors. I've been there myself. Great team. They get it done, get you back up to speed. And that's the thing. That's the option. You have a choice for your medical care. There's no referral necessary to see the Rehab Doctors. So when it comes to back pain, neck pain, leg pain, muscle pain, the Rehab Doctors. Get in and get better. Learn more at therehabdoctors.com. For pain relief without surgery, take the first step to feeling better, therehabdoctors.com. We're ready to roll on a Tuesday South Dakota Sports Talk show packed today. We're going to get after it a little bit. High school hoops, let's get into that. We already had our game, opening game last night. Stevens girls beat Douglas right here on Fox Sports Rapid City, and we're your home all season long. We're going to have... Hoops, I mean a lot of it. Girls, boys, Stevens, Central, St. Thomas Moore. We're going to cover it all on Fox Sports Rapid City. We will talk to Dave Hollenbeck tonight, head coach St. Thomas Moore, entering his 28th season. How about that? 28 seasons. I think I have that number right. I better confirm with coach. But Dave Hollenbeck back for another year, head coach St. Thomas Moore boys. They're a team to watch in Class A, as you might expect. We'll talk to Coach Hollenbeck. He lost three starters from last year. We'll get him on the way. Into the national side, Frank Schwab's in, national NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. He's on the way. Doug Ottawill live from Denver, milehighsports.com. We're going to talk Broncos. Just a touch. I mean, what else is there to say? Well, I've got a few things, but what else is there to say? Um, I do have a question about the Broncos, a question that I want you to answer about the Broncos. And normally it's not like, oh, boy, you don't want to go hot take central here, but I need your help on this, and we'll get into that. Also going to talk CU and Deion Sanders. Prime is ready to roll. He's going to get about $6 million a year. $6 million a year, the deal. $30 million over five years for the Colorado Buffaloes to be the head man. We'll talk CU with Doug Ottawell. He's a big CU guy. So we'll see what Doug has to say. Also, Ryan Thorburn's on the way. Wyoming football beat writer, Casper Star Tribune from Casper, Wyoming. And Zach Barnett, national college football writer from footballscoop.com. The playoff field set. And uh, you might notice something. What happened yesterday in college football? That's how we're going to start our show today. Let's get going. Before we get started, throw out the number. You can join us, 720-1067. 720-1067. That is the studio line for the Nate Brown Show. You can get on today. And the Barons-Wilson text line ready to go, 720-1067. The Barons-Wilson text line direct text the show 720-1067. Okay, that's how we're going to start on the college football side today. I got a few things, a few things to cover. And um, I know this is the world we live in now, and I pride myself in trying to stay up to speed on don't get stuck in your ways, adjust, 
Be, um, you know, looking forward to the future. Be positive. I try to do that, right? We all live life. Things happen. But I got to tell you, this day and age in the college football world, you know what happened yesterday, right? What happened yesterday? Monday, December 5th. What happened? The transfer portal opened up. It's the big... (laughs) It's the deal. The transfer portal for college football FBS players opened up yesterday. And you would think, you know, it's just going to be a slow storyline, right? It's not going to be any big stuff. Well, here it is. There's there's a couple of stories that get my attention, as a matter of fact, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open it up um, with also my team next door, the Wyoming Cowboys. You heard Wyoming football all season long here on Fox Sports Rapid City. They're going to the Arizona Bowl on December 30th. And here's one story that just gets my attention right off the bat. Whether you're a Wyoming fan, you don't know much about Wyoming Cowboy football, you just get this perspective here. I'm going to say you are the head coach of the Wyoming Cowboys. You are the head coach. You are Craig Bull for a day. And that day is December 5th, 2022, the day the transfer portal opens up. And you're Craig Bull and... You took the Wyoming Cowboys last year to a bowl game. You know, you had a winning record. It was all good. You won the bowl game in Idaho. Everybody's happy, right? Everybody's happy last year. Fifteen players go into the transfer portal last year for the Wyoming Cowboys. Fifteen players. Many of them starters. Many of them starters. That was that was last year. So now you come into this football season you have the third youngest college football team in the country. Okay, just follow this storyline for me. You lose 15 players to the transfer portal off of a bowl-eligible team and a bowl-winning team last year for Wyoming. That's as good as you're going to get. Okay, Wyoming's got to have success. They just want to have those winning seasons and bowl games. That's success in the Mountain West for Wyoming. It, it just is. You're not going to have Josh Allen walking through uh, the doors all the time. Okay. So now this year, you have the third youngest team in the country. In the country. We're talking freshman galore, and everybody's picking you last in your side of the division of the Mountain West down there with the low teams, New Mexico, and some of these teams. They're saying Wyoming's going to be bad. And guess what? The Cowboys have another winning season, stunningly, stunningly, and we, we, we followed these games closely. Wyoming has a winning season. They go to the Arizona Bowl. And the transfer portal opens up yesterday, and Craig Bold, you are Craig Bold, remember, as the head coach, he loses three starters yesterday. Their number one wide receiver, one of their top cornerbacks, I would say probably their top guy in the secondary, and then one of their great defensive ends slash linebackers rush guys. So, so this is the story now when it comes to this is not just Wyoming's issue. This is a group of five like, hey, I've got some pretty good players that I recruited in here. We're bringing them into this program. In this case, it's Wyoming. We're bringing them in, and we achieve more than people think. We get them into the system. We build the culture. We have more success than people think. And then I've got to be worried this day and age. I've got to be worried now if my players do too well, they think they're going to be a little better than Wyoming. They think they're maybe going to have an offer here or there. They throw their name into the transfer portal. It's a not a guarantee by any means, by the way. 
Some of these guys that uh, are in the portal for Wyoming, they went in yesterday, leading wide receiver, leading corner, uh, defensive end slash rush. Guy, they're all starters. The wide receiver didn't have any big-time offers at all. I mean, he had FCS offers. That, that, was, that was about it. Wyoming gave him the offer, had a nice season, and now he's like, well, I think I'm, I'm going to be the guy. I think that's just my perspective getting into his head. So I ask you this question, this um, world that we live in, in college sports, transfer portal opens up. I've got a couple more stories on the portal that, that are interesting with some really brand-name programs, okay, some brand-name programs. They, nobody is immune to this impact. My question for you is this, though. You're the head coach at a program like this, group of five. You go to a bowl game. You have a great experience. You win more games than expected. You're playing as a true freshman. You're starting in the Mountain West, and then you have to see your players say, I'm going to hit the transfer portal. I think there's better things out there for me. The opportunity is given to me, but today I do believe there is zero loyalty. There is no loyalty, and the quick argument is, well, the coaches do this too. The coaches leave the players high and dry. That has happened. I get it. I see it. I understand it. The fact of the matter is the coaches have to pay penalties when they transfer. I mean, I'm just telling you, the coaches have contracts. The player's contract is this. Hey, you gave me a scholarship. And by the way, if I decide to stay, you have to honor that scholarship. Many people don't know it is really hard to pull a scholarship. Unless you have like a rule violation and, it, and it's documented, this whole, this whole thing, it is hard to pull a scholarship. So the players have, in my opinion today, all of the benefit in the world. And some people say, well, that's the way it should be. I think to a point, I think to a point, how do you stop players from you start, you get to play, because it's always an argument every which way about this. Well, I get to play over. I, I, I don't get to play. Those guys transfer. The guys that do get to play, they transfer. I mean, I'm just wondering, how can you even put this puppy together, building a program, recruiting, building a culture, and having a college football program? I don't know if you can. I mean, it's such a up-and-down swing just from year to year, from December 5th to December 5th. Players for the Wyoming Cowboys that are starting, that are going to a bowl game, they say, I'm out. Thanks. I mean, yeah, it was fun playing for you for a year, but I'm out. And so I ask you that question. How do you stop players from exiting your program in today's college football? That's the story we're looking at today. How do you stop players from exiting your program, impact players, players that you gave scholarships to, and if they stayed, you'd have to honor those scholarships, but if they leave, then they tell you, I'm out, see ya. And now you gotta put the whole thing back together again. Okay, well, we need a, we need a corner, we need a defensive rush in, we need a top wide receiver now, and now you're just sitting here starting from scratch again. And I'm telling you, I don't know if, if you can ever stop this. I don't know if you can ever stop this. That's my question. Do you think you can? Can programs hold on to players? John Stiglmeyer at South Dakota State has done a pretty good job of that. When you look at that, 
he's had he's had regional players even here from this state. That's a big thing, right? They're South Dakota kids. A lot of these guys, and some of these guys turn in, turn into stars, and they don't leave South Dakota State for other places. But it happens over and over and over again. Wyoming and a and a whole list of teams yesterday losing players that actually made an impact. And so I ask you, can you stop this cycle? If you run your program, if you recruit your own players hard, what can you do for the players to have them stay? I do not have that answer today. And I think it's a, it's a cycle that may be never ending. And, and to me, the transfer portal is hurting college football more than helping the student athletes. I really believe that. Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. What do you think? Well, it happen, happens to everybody. I don't think you can. I mean, you let the genie out of the bottle now. I don't. I don't think there's any way to stop it. I mean, Alabama lost six players. I think it was in the transfer yes. portal. Yes, yesterday. And, yes. You know, Nebraska lost their top receiver. Of course, he's going to the NFL. So I, you know. I don't begrudge him for that at all. He could blow his knee out next year, you know, Palmer, Trey Palmer, and never play it down in the NFL. So, Is know, there anything you can well, do, though? That's my question. For a guy like I, Craig Bull, can he do anything? Well, my other point was, you know, you can build a team pretty quickly this way, too. I mean, look at Lincoln Riley. One year he's you know, he was competing for the national uh, playoffs. You know, his previous year they, they won four games. So that was mainly through transfers to USC from, obviously, Oklahoma. See, <laughs> and that's, and that's one, one but, thing. That's one thing. You're at um, USC, so I can attract some big-time players. Can a Wyoming, can a Colorado State, can, can these programs attract guys to fill these holes? Maybe. But you have to start from scratch. That's why I think it's 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 tough. You have to start from well, scratch. Right, yeah. I'm anxious to see how Dion's going to do that because Colorado's been a bottom feeder for years now. Um, I'm anxious to see what kind of players he can bring in. Obviously, he's going to bring some from Jackson State where he was. Um, but it'll be interesting to see because he's Dion how quickly he can possibly turn Colorado's around because they, like I said, they've been doormats for years in the. Pac-12 ever since they got there, even before that, they weren't doing well. So I just don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think it's possible because you got the name names that like this thing to throw in there as well. Yep. Yep. You know, that makes got, it worse. I you think got coaches that can entice other players, possibly just based on hey, I can get you a better name image like this deal, and you're you know, you're getting it whatever school you're at now. And so, in addition to playing time, it's it's. Um, Possible you can, you know, get a kid over, just giving him, offering him more money through the name, image, and likeness uh, situation as well. So I, I don't know. I, I hate to be a coach right oh. now because, oh. like you said, it, it affects the you know poor programs as well as the good programs. I think the days of the Alabamas and Clemsons and Ohio States, people like that, you know, stacking players two, three deep at each position are over because these guys. They're four- and five-star guys. They want to come in and play somewhere. They're not going to sit around for a year or two to no, play. Correct. They're correct. going to go somewhere where they can play right away, and they, they think they're good, get noticed right away. They're not going to sit around for a year. So. Hey, there's some I mean, spots you know, in Wyoming. 
<laughs> by the way. Uh, Some spots everywhere, I think. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for All getting right, in. Thanks, I think thanks. that's right. I think that's, uh, um, you know, he said, you can't stop it. And and what I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to say as a coach, you're trying to be in control of your program, the future of your program, your recruiting cycles, and now the transfer portal is thrown into the mix here, and it is a mess. You're trying to recruit high school kids. Now you have to recruit a bunch of transfers because you're losing a bunch of players that you already worked on. You gave them opportunities. You gave them a scholarship when one of the kids only, you know, he had FCS offers. You gave him a, a chance. He goes into Wyoming, has the top year as a wide receiver. Now he's out. Now he's out. And, I mean, you got to do so many things just to keep the program. Okay, well, we're going to start from scratch. Gone are the days of, of I think, team building, um, real cohesiveness. It's a year-by-year thing. It's a year-by-year thing. People say, well, you got to give these new college coaches three to four years. No, you don't. You don't have to give these guys three to four years at all. This recruiting uh, story and cycle is totally different. It's off the charts. There, there's no more developing your team. It's a year-by-year Wyoming loses three starters yesterday. They played till their hearts were content. They're going to a bowl game. Those guys aren't, but uh, Wyoming gets to a bowl game. They uh, surpass expectations, and I think it's impossible for a Craig Bowl, who has been old school, North Dakota State, build the program, consistent winner, goes to Wyoming, trying to do the same thing. Back-to-back bowl game years, 15 players leave last year. Already four now. I just, we just added one as we started the show. We just, <laughs> we, honestly, well, Wyoming just added a fourth player that said they're going to hit the transfer portal. And the athletic director at Wyoming, Tom Berman, says this today. Quote, we're just adjusting and trying to figure out how we improve our retention. But understanding that this will never stop. The transfer portal is a part of our life for eternity. That's the athletic director, Tom Berman, from Wyoming uh, this week as the transfer portal opened up yesterday and the Cowboys are losing starters left and right. There's no more. um, At the end of the day, I'm trying to figure out, is this good for the players? Many folks would say, I've I've heard both, oh, yes, it is. Player freedom, it's, it's very good for the players. I'm not so sure it is good for the players because you know what doesn't happen here? Nobody ever follows up on many of these players. They go to the portal, and where does this player end up? Where does that player end up? Well, I'm second string at this school. I'm going to go be, oh, wait, now I'm 200th string in the transfer portal. I just got behind 200 guys. I was second string on my team, but now I'm behind 200 guys at my position. I hope I can find a place. Nobody ever follows that. We've only had one uh, study done on that over the last year, is how many players enter the portal and how many don't find homes. And it was a big number. Nobody goes through person by person by person. I just saw those numbers last year. People go to the portal this past year, and many of them do not find homes. And, and, And the media doesn't cover that. We cover the transfers right away. Oh, you see the names and this and that. And then they fall through the cracks, and everyone's like, oh, this is great for the players. It is great for the players. I'm not so sure it is great for the players. Listener text, do you think players that have NIL deals think they can get better deals if they transfer? 
Maybe that's why it's a mess. And that could be the case. Listener text coming in, well, I can get a better deal over here. Um, Tom Berman at Wyoming said, the players that are transferring here, he's seeing it. He's saying, this isn't about name, image, and likeness, at least for the Wyoming Cowboy players today. He said, this. I looked at the deals. This isn't about name, image, and likeness. And that's where I'm trying to find out. What is it about? There's always this long list. Well, it's not a good fit. Well, I didn't get to play. Well, I did. Okay. These guys got to play. They won. They have name, image, and likeness support. What's it about? I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I think sometimes we think, well, I'm better than this. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. And nobody ever finds out really um, what some of those lack of success stories are. Uh, listener text, there is risk for the athlete, too. What if you move down? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. What, what if you, you get in? Wow. I thought it was going to be better. And it's not. Little example, Sean Chambers, Wyoming quarterback last year. Started a lot. Sean Chambers started a lot. I've had Sean on this show when he was the Wyoming starter. He transferred. Went to Montana State. He's played limited. In Montana State, FCS, he's played limited for the Bobcats. Played more at Wyoming. I, I don't know his story. I don't know all the specifics, why he transferred from Wyoming and, and to Montana State. But he followed Brent Vegan there, who was his offensive coordinator. Maybe that was the relationship. I don't know. But nonetheless, yes, there is risk for the players, and that's why I think everybody covers it up as, well, this is great for the players. This is outstanding. Last but not least, um, I don't know how you solve it at a place like Wyoming. I do not know how Craig Bull solves that. You get an opportunity, you get a scholarship, you can't pull the scholarship, so the coaches are in. Once they commit to you, you're in, unless you really blow it on, on rules and, and bad stuff, grades, all that stuff. Okay, But once you got a scholarship, you're in. But the players can tell the coaches, I'm out from one year to the next. They don't even have to wait a year. They can bail pretty quickly. Um West Virginia quarterback, J.T. Daniels. Do you know this name? Do you know J.T. Daniels? Follow me. He played at USC. Didn't uh, He started for a while, then he lost his spot. He transferred to Georgia. Started for a while, lost his spot to Stetson Bennett. Transferred to West Virginia. I'm not making this up today. I'm, <laughs> I'm not making this up. J.T. Daniels is transferring again today. He's transferring again. This is the type of stuff where I'm going, four colleges? Four colleges for a quarterback that started. He started at USC, lost his spot, I'm out. Started at Georgia, lost his spot, I'm out. Started at West Virginia, lost his spot after 10 games, he's out. And he's transferring today. Fourth time's a charm. I, I get it, JT. I, I understand, but it's, it's just out of control. It is out of control. All right. Craig Bowl has done one thing. He has made an adjustment at Wyoming. I will tell you this because you're not going to survive. The only thing. So the only answer I have today, Craig Bowl has done one thing at Wyoming. He's lost 15 players to the transfer portal last year. He's lost three, four starters already this year. And he's done one thing. He is hitting the transfer portal hard for players. And then you know what happens there, right? On the backside, everybody said, Craig, 
Why don't you recruit Wyoming kids? Why don't you recruit high school kids in the area? Why do you think? We recruit, the more high school kids you recruit, the more transfer portal kids you might end up with. So, so he's made one adjustment. He is now going to the transfer portal much more than before. He didn't want to do that, and now he has to. Frank Schwab's coming up next. The Nate Brown Show getting started on a Tuesday. A lot to cover today, including Deion Sanders. Um, I got a lot of discussion there I want to get into with Deion. But uh, the poll question, how do you stop players from exiting your program if you're Wyoming coach Craig Bull? You're a head coach. You go to a bowl game back-to-back years. How do you stop it? 89% of you say you can't stop it at all. 11% say you've got to recruit your own players hard in that building. 11% holding on to hope. I think it's gone. Just like the transfer portal yesterday. Frank Schwab next, NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. Baker Mayfield going to the Rams? Sean McVay and Baker Mayfield, will this work? My question and thoughts with Frank Schwab next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Great news from Dale's Tire and Retreading. We are now part of the Pops Tire Service Network. Same two locations, new name. Pops Tire is committed to the same great service that Dale's has provided Rapid City. Pops is one of the largest commercial tire and retread dealers in the country. Whatever your tire choice, make Pops your choice. We welcome this opportunity to support and grow with the Dale's Tire customers. Visit your local Pops for all your auto, light truck, commercial, and farm tire needs. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with lows around 13. East winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunny skies tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 37. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night, lows dip down to about 21. Daytime highs approaching 41 Thursday under mainly cloudy skies. 44 Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 22. Hi, I'm Mike. I am one of the over 600 adults at Lake Hills Works Supports. I'm excited to tell you that Lake Hills Works is one of the local nonprofits being recognized during the Rush Give Back on Saturday, December 10th at the Monument Ice Arena. All tickets to the game are $30, and $5 of every ticket sold is donated back to local charities like Black Hills Works. Rush Gives Back Night is presented by Black Hills Energy. Get your tickets at RapidCityRush.com. Go Rush! Did you know Highmark Credit Union was started as Rapid City Teachers Federal Credit Union over 80 years ago in what was known as Rapid City High School? We're proud of our legacy in education and affordable solutions for our community. Today, Highmark provides a full range of consumer products and commercial lending services to thousands of area members in western South Dakota. Consider joining Highmark. We'll make it happen. HighmarkFCU.com. From the kennel to the coop, whatever the season, Fleet Farm has everything to keep your animals happy and healthy. From training your pup to sit season, to mastering those retrieval skills season. From clipping your horse for competition season, to keeping the backyard birds well-fed season. And of course, loving your pets like family season. There's a reason people say, if Fleet Farm doesn't have it, you don't need it. Because we have it all. Fleet Farm, built for real life. 
live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio. Sales, service, and recreation. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Get rolling on a Tuesday. Packed lineup tonight. We'll talk high school hoops with 28-year head coach Dave Hollenbeck. St. Thomas Moore on the way. Doug Ottawell's in tonight from Mile High Sports from Denver. Zach Barnett on tap. National College football writer, footballscoop.com. Busy show tonight. Frank Schwab's on right now. Yahoo Sports NFL. I'll tell you, this season's rolling by, man. We're into early December. Yahoo Schwab on Twitter. Follow him there. Find him at Yahoo Schwab. Frank, good to have you. How are you? Hey, what's going on? I'm doing all right, man. Appreciate your time. So let me get into this headline of the afternoon. Baker Mayfield gets picked up by the Rams. What do you think of this on the surface? Uh, you know what? I think this is a, a decent move. I thought Mayfield at the 49ers would have been really, really dumb for the 49ers, and for Baker, for that matter. He's not in a place right now where he can be thrown into a Super Bowl contender and be expected to do anything positive. He's he's a bad quarterback right now. What he needed badly was to get with a team that has a good coaching staff that is willing to spend the offseason fixing him, basically, and not put any pressure on him right now. I don't, I don't know if he's going to play this season or not, but even if he does, those Rams games don't really matter anymore. They're out of it. So much, much better for everybody involved that he goes to the Rams. I just don't think it would have worked with the San Francisco 49ers is because, again, he need, he needs to reset. He needs to be completely rebuilt. He's a, he's really been a bad quarterback for a couple of years now. So this is a pretty good opportunity for him to kind of turn things back around. Okay, so do you think McVay is actually looking at this saying, well, this might be the guy here moving forward. What What's going to happen with Stafford? Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it's always impossible to tell what's in a guy's mind or his heart as far as it comes to injuries. I mean, Stafford's dealt with concussions now. He's dealing with a spinal cord contusion, I think is the latest injury, which is not good. And he's got, obviously, a family that we've heard a lot about with his, you know, with his wife and all. And maybe... At some point, Matthew Stafford is going to say, I'm done. I just I got my ring. I've got a lot of accolades. What am I sticking around for? I don't know if it's next year, two years from now, three years from now. Who knows? We, we really don't know. I don't know that Mayfield can be the guy to, to replace him and, and play at a high level. I think it's more of a, hey, let's see what happens. He's former number one pick. Maybe we can get something out of him. Maybe we can't. I don't know. But, yeah, at some point, the Rams are going to have to realize <laughs> Matthew Stafford, you know, might not be playing until he's 40 years old, and what are you going to do then? So it'll be interesting. I can't rule it out. I'm just saying I just don't know that the Rams picked him up necessarily thinking this is our guy for the future. Just because, again, Mayfield's been so bad the last couple of years that it's, it's impossible to project him as that right now. Baker Mayfield going to the Rams just picked up today. Frank Schwab on tonight, YahooSports.com, NFL writer. Um, what does this uh, mean here in the NFC West? With the 49ers looking good, but now Jimmy G out. What about Purdy and the 49ers? Where do they go? It's hard. I mean, if any team is 
kind of built to withstand losing their top two quarterbacks. It might be the 49ers because Shanahan's a good coach. They don't ask a lot of their quarterback in that system. The defense is excellent, maybe the best in the NFL. But they're still down to their third string quarterback. It's still Mr. Irrelevant in this year's draft. And look, we've seen crazy stories before Brady, Warner, all that kind of stuff. I can't rule it out, but it's asking a lot. And but I will say, I think they win the division. Seattle's really slipping. I, you know, they haven't looked great in three straight weeks now. I, I wonder if that trip to Germany took something out of them because they really haven't looked great since then. They won last week, but barely against a Rams team that's pretty much our JV right now. So I, I think the 49ers win the division. But as far as projecting what's going to happen after that, I, I mean, you know, four days ago or whatever, I would have thought, yeah, sure, this team won a Super Bowl. I just don't think that's the case anymore. It's it's a really, really tough ask for a team to go through probably the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Rams or Bills or whoever, they, and, and win all those games with the last pick of this year's draft. It's just a really hard ask. Frank Schwab on tonight, big NFL headline day today. I'll go to this Titan story. This one, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I, I don't know all the stuff behind the scenes. Titans um, fire general manager John Robinson. Okay, so the ownership said, we're, we're done. The timing I don't quite get, and they just got pounded by the Eagles, I get, and the A.J. Brown trade and, and that factor. What did you think of this story here, the GM getting axed today? I, I think John Rollins is a good GM. I think he's a smart guy. Like, has he missed on some things? Yeah. But I think he's good. And, look, was it all because A.J. Brown? No, of course not. But it's the timing is too much to believe it's a quick, complete coincidence. It's a big mistake. And the, the biggest mistake they made was they didn't anticipate where the receiver market was going. They were offering A.J. Brown less than $20 million, or so he says. When receivers were getting paid $25, $30 million, they just completely whiffed on that. And they pretty much took a one-for-one for, one for A.J. Brown. Not even a one-for-one. One. They, they sold him low. And it looks terrible when you know your offense is struggling. Derrick Henry's struggling now. You really don't have that superstar like an A.J. Brown. He goes out and scores a couple touchdowns on you and talks some trash. Yeah, you're, you're GM, the guy who's responsible for shipping him off and not paying him what he's worth. It's going to look bad ownership. Okay, does this turn Mike Vrabel? I'm seeing some reporting like Mike Vrabel's going to take on more control here in a, in a pretty big way. Do you, is this like a Mike Vrabel-type Bill Belichick scenario? I can see it, yeah. I mean, Mike Vrabel is established enough as one of the top six, seven coaches in the NFL that it's hard for me to believe he won't grab more power here. I mean, he's obviously has to have a lot of respect within that organization, or I would hope so anyway. He's been fantastic. It's just hard for me to believe that they're going to hire a GM and it's just a... The same old, same old for Mike Vrabel. I assume this means more for him. Whether he's calling all the shots or not, we'll see. But I assume, yes, I, you have to. Mike Vrabel's earned that within that organization. Let's go to the football field. A couple more for Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com, NFL writer. Bengals beat the Chiefs again. Is that real that the Bengals don't uh, worry about the Chiefs? Oh, yeah. They're not intimidated at all. I mean, I was watching that game Sunday, and, you know, they made a couple mistakes. Fourth down, bad play call, a bad drop by Tyler Boyd on a touchdown. And I think other teams fold. I think other teams, a lot of other teams in the NFL are like, we can't beat them. Patrick Mahomes, blah, blah, blah. We're done. And, you know, the Bengals just, they're, for whatever reason, they're not scared of the Chiefs. And I think beating, beating them in the AFC title game last year, obviously, plays into that. 
it's uh, the Bengals are a good football team. They really are. I don't know what happened to them a couple Monday nights ago against the Browns when they just put in one of the worst performances I've seen all season. It was a good football team, other than that that night. And uh, you know, it's one of those where are we seeing the Bengals get it together, make another run to the Super Bowl? I can't rule it out. Uh, they're, they're playing at that level, and you know, the Ravens kind of in disarray now with Lamar Jackson probably not playing this week. It really opens up the door for the Bengals to win that division and, and maybe make another run. Okay, what do you say, Frank, about Tom Brady last night? Forty-four fourth-quarter comebacks. He passes Peyton Manning, so he's got the most in NFL history now. Brady, is the is the Buccaneer team, can they, I think they're going to get to the playoffs because of that division. Can Brady and the Bucks get going? No, they can't. I mean, I, I'm just being real. If it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. It's December 6th. But it's incredible that, I mean, Brady's 45 and still able to have moments like that. I mean, two touchdowns in the last three minutes, one and three seconds left to go. It's just crazy. It's a, it's a great, great story. But I've been with, you know, on that, like, hey, the Buccaneers, if they get in, all these star players, it's just not happening. It's, it, the Buccaneers are a really mediocre football team, good defense, bad offense. And if it would have happened, it would have happened by now. But that doesn't take anything away from what Brady did in the final minutes last night. He's done it a couple of well, time in these past, what I assume are the last few games here, down the stretch of Real guy could do what he did last night. Frank Schwab on tonight, yahoosports.com, NFL writer uh, at Yahoo Schwab. Frank, always good. Thanks for the time. Yeah, appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Frank Schwab tonight on the Nate Brown Show, getting us rolling on a Tuesday. NFL, yahoosports.com. Find him on Twitter at Yahoo Schwab. couple of big headlines there. Baker Mayfield to the Rams. That seems like um, kind of a lucky deal for Baker. I mean, that's how I, that's how I read it. I don't know where he goes after this. That's a lucky deal for Baker Mayfield because he's toast in, in Carolina. Okay, and you're like, yeah, the Rams need somebody to lost the second stringer, and you know, it's like we gotta have somebody. So Baker gets a lucky deal with Sean McVay. Maybe he can, you know, make a few plays, keep his career it's on life support now, but maybe get back in the swing of it a little bit. That's just a lucky deal for him. I mean, that's that's a it's uh, a big time deal for Baker Mayfield. I don't know if it's gonna be like, oh, Baker Mayfield's gonna be the Rams QB uh, moving forward, but it could happen. I mean, yeah, he's uh, he's landed into that one very, very uh, perfectly. And then the Titans thing is is bizarre to me. You never, you know, NFL headlines like aren't massive from the fan side. They're not going to be like, oh, the Titans GM. Everybody knows John Robinson. I don't know John Robinson. I just know that the Titans are in line for a fifth playoff appearance. Okay, fifth playoff appearance, third straight division title. I mean, these guys have had a run here. I mean, the Titans are always a team that I think is not going to be, oh, they're going to not be good this year. Then they're there. I mean, the AFC Championship a couple of years ago. Um, I mean, the Titans are, are always in this thing, and it can't be all Mike Vrabel. So the general manager puts that roster together to the team. He lost A.J. Brown. I get it to the Eagles, and then he gets fired today. I mean, on a, on a random Tuesday, and it's like, the Broncos still have Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> Last time I checked, the general manager for the Titans is going, huh? I, I get fired today? Nathaniel Hackett still coaching the Broncos? What a world. 
And uh, that's the reporting is that Mike Vrabel, former Patriot, by the way, Mike Vrabel, head coach, the reporting is he's going to be like the new Bill Belichick. So he's going to get personnel decisions and kind of run the show. Coaching and slash, I mean, they're not naming him GM, but that's the early reporting is Mike Vrabel's going to be running that show all the way. There's only a couple of guys that do that. Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, okay? Mike Vrabel now looks like he's going to get a lot of pretty good uh, power there for the Tennessee Titans. The GM is sitting there looking at, okay, third straight division title. We're going to get that. Fifth playoff appearance. Um, and I'm out? Thanks for playing. Doug Ottawell's in next on a Tuesday. The Nate Brown Show goes to Denver. Doug Ottawell, milehighsports.com, and he's a big CU Buffaloes guy. Is this the revival of the CU Buffs? Can the Buffs be revived by Dion? Doug Ottawell next. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Great news. I just got the State Farm Personal Price Plan on our home and auto insurance. You told our agent about my thing for romance novels? No, you don't have to get that personal. Our agent just helped me choose affordable options to create a personalized price just for us. Oh, sweet. Then you won't believe the love triangle Jen is in now. Contact me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson, to create your personal price plan today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Honda True. Discover three tiers of vehicle coverage that work for you. Only at Denny Menholt Rushmore Honda. The inspection is just the beginning. Honda certified pre-owned means peace of mind with incredible benefits like seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain coverage, up to two complimentary oil changes, 24-7 roadside assistance, inspection report, and three-day exchange option. Check out all the benefits and search inventory at honda-true.com or come by Denny Menholt Rushmore Honda in Rapid City. For nearly 100 years, Connects has been providing the know-how and materials to help their neighbors grow. Through partnerships with builders, homeowners, and contractors, Connect Home Centers have impacted our communities, making them stronger and safer through support of local organizations and neighborhood beautification projects. Improving the quality of life for others is important to us. We are Connect Home Center, your hometown lumberyard lending a helping hand in building our communities since 1928. All right, sports fans, Tim Lizzie and BetMGM Sportsbook is the place for the best sports betting experience in South Dakota. That's where I go every time to watch the big game, make a play, and enjoy some great food, great service, and some awesome 4K TVs. Tim Lizzie and the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM, where you can bet on college football and the NFL. Don't miss a second of the action. What game are you betting on? Make your play at Tim Lizzie and BetMGM Sportsbook, Main Street, Deadwood. If you have a Mercedes, Audi, Porsche, BMW, Volvo, or any other high-end import, you might think you have to take your car to Denver or further for service. Hi, this is Martin from Al's DNI Repair. Don't plan your life around taking your car for service in a town 400 miles away. Bring it to Al's DNI Repair. Our technicians are trained to work on those complicated cars, and we also have the tools and equipment so they have everything they need to make sure your car is working perfectly. Call Al's DNI to set up your appointment at 348-1447. Lofi's Holiday Sweepstakes is back. 
the bakers of Country Hearth would like to put a little more jingle in your holiday this season by giving you a chance to win one of two $500 prizes or the grand prize of $1,000. Winners will each receive a check that can be used for travel, gifts, or just celebrating with family and friends, whatever makes their holiday more jolly. For complete rules and to enter for your chance to win, visit countryhearthbreads.com slash sweeps. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show live, Fox Sports Rapid City, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us all the time, foxsportsrapidcity.com. we got a listener text, 720-1067. Nate, I can't listen live because it gets dark early, and I listen on the AM. I listen a long way away. Well, hang on, hang on. Foxsportsrapidcity.com. Did you hear that, or is it dark yet? Foxsportsrapidcity.com, right there on your phone. You've got us. Don't worry about the AM. You know, it's you turn it down at night. You have to turn it down. The FCC says you got to turn it down, Nate, so we turn it down at night. FoxSportsRapidCity.com. You can pick us up all the time right there. Doug Ottawa's on tonight. I don't know if we've talked CU much here. I mean, a little bit. A little bit. And we got to talk CU Buffs football. Um, MileHighSports.com. Doug knows CU football, and we're going to get into it, and and maybe a splash of Broncos. I mean, we have to. Um, D. Ottawa on Twitter. That's where you'll find him. Doug Ottawa from Denver tonight. Doug, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm good. It's, uh, you know, it's prime time here in Colorado. <laughs> okay, I want to ask you, what's this um, reaction? It, it To me, it seems like all you guys, everybody, CU, Colorado, just going off the charts. I mean, um, the reaction is, to me, a home run like this is this is the deal. I I honestly cannot believe that they they pulled this off. I mean, you know, Mike Bone famously said uh, Dan Hawkins was a home run hire, um, and it was. I mean, it, it kind of became a punchline here for a while. But I mean, I think you know, getting a guy like Deion Sanders to come to a program that was literally the worst in division one football this year. I, I don't know how they did it. I really don't. I mean, that's, that's how much of a, a huge step this is for Colorado football. I mean, they, just, they have been in the doldrums for a long, long time. And this year was obviously the exclamation point going one and 11, but you know, people ask me while the rumors were swirling, like, what do you think? You think I mean, I, there's no way that a guy like that would come here. Like, why would he? That's what Mike Golick um, Jr. said. You know, college football guy, Mike Golick. He came on my show last week, and I said, what about Dion to Colorado? And Mike Golick Jr. goes, that is not happening. He laughed, and then boom. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I would not have disagreed with him. In fact, I probably said something very similar multiple times over the past, you know, two to three weeks when these stories were coming out. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me, and this is the part of the story that's not being talked about, especially around the country, because I don't think people understand this, is that the university itself had to had to change what it was doing in order to make something like this happen. And 
it's it's not just oh we we brought somebody in and showed them how pretty the campus is and what kind of cool facilities you have and oh remember the '90s when the buffs were great. This this is a, this is an institutional change in how the university operates. I mean, Colorado had this delusion that it was the Harvard of the West, and their uh, admission standards were tougher, their recruiting policies were harder, um, their transfer policies were harder. All these things that were very prohibitive to competing on an equal playing field. Okay, and then okay. you throw in you throw in the fact that. You know, they're, the Pac-12, at least over the past, what, probably five or six years, is not making the same kind of money that the Big 12 or the SEC is. And it's really, really hard to build a good program. because. And for anybody that's ever been to Boulder, Boulder's like its own little universe. I mean, it's it's not Colorado per se. I mean, it's, it's very left. Um, there's a huge has been a huge division between academics and athletics. I mean, this is not this is not Alabama where the the two things are in sync. I mean, I think there's a huge faction at CU that is they could care less if there's sports at all. This is a great school, a great place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about the all about the academics. And then there's a faction that says, hey, well, wait a minute. How did this campus get to be what it is? Well, those 1990s, you won the national championship, and all of a sudden, you know, the, the money comes pouring in. And I think there's been that division, and it's been building and building and building. And when you go 111 and you have a chance to hire a guy like Deion Sanders and Rick George goes to the, the chancellor and the president and says, look, you either have to play on the same level as everybody else or just don't play. And I think that it finally hit home to them um, that they had to change what they're doing. And that, that was one of the things, that, you know, like I said, not many people are talking about it, but Phil DeStefano, who's the chancellor, he opened the press conference when, when Dion was announced. And that was the first thing he said, hey, we are changing our policies for how we view incoming athletes. We're changing our – Standards, and that was, you know, historically speaking, that's those were the kind of rules that Bill McCartney played under. He had exceptions; he could get guys in that weren't, you know, great scholars. Um, you know, I mean, every school has standards. You have to you have to make some kind of grades. But CU was they had gone overboard, and I think that this hire only happened because they agreed to change some of that. Deion Sanders going to CU. It's something. I will tell you that. Doug Ottawa, he's covered the buffs for a long time. Milehighsports.com. So how do you think Dion gets embraced there by the academics, by that whole scene there? And it's probably, well, if we win and everybody, I mean, the money's coming in and the donors are rolling, you know, lining up, maybe that changes it. But how's he embraced? Big personality, and he's going to be running that show. End of story. I mean, I don't think that you – I mean, if you don't like Dion, you just don't like the idea of, of football in general. I mean, I think it's that simple. If you're one of these – if you're a stodgy professor that always believes that every dollar goes into the University of Colorado should go to the rocket science program, you're probably not going to like him, and you're not going <laughs> to like what he has to say. But I think for people that cared even just a little bit about CU sports, I think they're ready to run through a brick wall. And I, I loved his honesty 
Um, Boulder is a very, it's a very PC place. I mean, everything is offensive to everyone. So he's going to offend some people. I mean, he's, he's going to rub some people the wrong way, but I love his honesty. He came in and sat down with the team. I don't know if you got to see the yeah, I watched that YouTube one. Yep. video. Yep. He said, look, a lot of you won't be here because you're not good enough to be here. And I didn't have a problem with that, that Doug. I did not. Me people, people are hammering him. They're like, oh, he told him to go transfer. Eh, not really. He just kind of said, yeah, we better wake up. I mean, you guys were 1-11. Yeah, I, I mean, you have to ask yourself, what's the goal? Are we in this to have, you know, cool facilities and, and four different versions of our Nike uniforms every year and, you know, call it good? Or, or do you want to do something and win? I mean, I, I just like the fact that he was very matter-of-fact of, I don't come here because it's a step up or, or more money. Like, I'm Deion Sanders. I don't lose. If you can't get on that train, then get off it. I mean, it's... it's but there's nothing wrong with saying that in my mind. And I think if you're a school like CU and you want to be serious at sports, thank goodness someone said that, you know? Good stuff. Uh, Deion Sanders to CU. I'm going to expand on this a little bit in the Drive at 5 coming up. My thoughts on it. A question of the day with Deion Sanders for Fox Sports Rapid City audience. We'll get to that. Doug Ottawa on tonight from Denver. So I got to go Broncos. They lose just like they have lost. I mean, I was thinking for a second – Maybe they were going to win. Only for a second, honestly. And then I was like, I told my wife, I said, hang on a second. I'll, I'll help you out here in a little bit because they're going to lose 10-9. to 9. And um, they did. And so the Broncos continue this struggle. I have a question, Doug. You've been down there your whole life. I've watched the Broncos my whole life. I don't remember a more frustrating season. Maybe you could say, well, there's been a worse one in history. Maybe more frustrating. I don't remember one. Do you? No, definitely not. I mean, they've – and worse than frustrating, I think, you know, they've hit apathy way too early in the season and way too early in an era. I mean, the fact that, that the Buffs had a press conference at 1.30 on a Sunday, yeah. that was the equivalent of about the third quarter of the Broncos game. Good point. Says a lot. I mean, it says a lot. That, that wouldn't happen if it was John Elway or Peyton Manning or – it just wouldn't happen. Um, and I think the fact that they've been so bad and so unwatchable, it's, you're right. I, I can't think of, I think there's only been, there's only been one team in franchise history and it was before they were even in the NFL that scored fewer points. I mean, this is going back to the AFL, you know, crazy horse painted on the side of the helmet Broncos. I mean, this, this offense is historically bad and it's, it, it, the, the the worst part about that is that it's not Drew Locke running it. It's not Trevor Simeon running it. It's a quarter billion dollar guy that everyone thought was going to take you to the level that you thought you could be at if you only had a quarterback. I mean, the the fact that they're scoring was 13 point something points a game and it's being done with a guy everybody was excited about, I mean, that's pretty disheartening. Okay, here's here's what I'm here's where I'm at, Doug. I'm in a I'm in no man's land. It's starting to become a lonely place, and I'm hanging on by a thread that I don't think Russell Wilson is as bad as Russell Wilson looks. The O line's really really bad. They can't run block. They can't pass block. The wide receivers 
are non-existent. The running back, Latavius Murray's fine, but there's no holes. They can't break off runs of eight yards. So this offense, uh, roster-wise, I think personnel-wise, is really, really rough, and I don't think it helps Russell at all. Whatever the scheme is, it looks really, really bad and milk toast to me. So I'm hanging on by a thread that Russell Wilson is not this bad. I think that's I think that's reasonable. There, there was a, um, and I don't remember the guy's name, so I apologize. But there was a guy that breaks down film, and he came out with a a breakdown of of where things are Russell Wilson's fault. It's pretty hard to watch that and and conclude. Oh yeah, Russell Wilson's totally fine. This is all on the coaches. This is all on the you know other players or whatever. But I, I don't think Russell Wilson's helped his own cause at all. He hasn't played well. But I don't think that he's done. I mean, people are talking about him like he's, you know, 39 and a half. I mean, he's, he's still relatively young. I mean, not anything compared to Tom Brady. Um, so I, I do tend to put a lot of blame on a lot of stuff. Russell's in the mix for sure, but – I mean, you're right. This team has been, you know, there's 17 guys that have hamstring injuries right now. They have an offensive line that they have refused to address for the last three seasons yes, through the draft yes. or through free agency. Um, and their injuries weapons, to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's one thing after another. And then you throw in the fact that you've got a coach who's wildly in over his head. Um, and you're right about the scheme. I mean, I'm not an X's and O's guy. I'm not someone who can sit down and break break down film and and tell you the nuances of of someone's offense. But I can watch a game and see that there's three guys in the route, two of them run and out, and one of them runs a post, and nobody's open. I mean. There's just nothing creative about it. There's nothing well, you got, fluid about it. We've got to remember, Nathaniel Hackett ran the offense at Buffalo um, when it was really poor. It was one of the lowest uh, offenses in the league. He ran the offense at Jacksonville. It was one of the lowest in the league. I don't I don't think that's a coincidence. That's, that's just my take. I don't think that's a coincidence. Um, Doug, I don't either. I, you know, the, opening the show talking about CU, this, this really seems to me like a very similar situation to when CU hired Dan Hawkins. They they got the wrong guy, and I think that's what the Broncos did with Hackett. They they're tying Aaron Rodgers' success to the wrong guy, and I think that's why we're seeing what we're doing. I mean, you know, you know, you're, you're right. The the offenses that we clearly know that he was in charge of were not good. No. Um. So it's kind of one of those things where. Man, where did they go wrong in this process? I think that's where they have to start asking that question. I think uh, Kevin O'Connell's where they went wrong. But nonetheless, um, Doug Ottawell tonight, milehighsports.com. See you, Broncos. He's got it. Find him on Twitter at D Ottawell. Doug, always good, man. Thanks a lot. You bet. Thanks, Nate. All right. Appreciate it. Doug Ottawell tonight, milehighsports.com. Senior writer covering the Broncos and more. All right. All right. Listener text coming in on Deion Sanders and uh, his meeting with the CU Buffs where he was telling them, hey, some of you guys aren't going to be here. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. Listener text coming in. Nate, so a coach can say enter the portal, 
but you wonder how a coach can deal with players entering the portal? Like I started the show with? Here, here's the difference. CU's 1-11. They stink. Wyoming would beat CU, by the way. Wyoming's going to a bowl. Seven wins. That's the difference. I started. I won. Everything's going well. I'm gone anyway. CU, I, I'm coming in there. I'm going, hey, some of you guys aren't going to be here. That's fine. And he didn't say enter the portal. He just said, hey, if you don't want to be here, that's fine because I'm coming, okay, and we're going to do things differently. That's setting the tone, and that's a losing team. Wyoming's a winning team, and they still lose guys every year. That, that's the difference for me. Dave Hollenbeck's in next. St. Thomas More head boys basketball coach entering his 28th year. Let's talk hoops with Coach Hollenbeck next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. Are creepy crawlers hanging around your house or maybe even in your house? Warren Chemical and Equipment Company has the answer for spiders, millipedes, crickets, saw bugs, and more. They carry professional-grade pest control products and applicators for do-it-yourself pest control, and they can advise you on how to use them. For professional hands-off pest control, call Warren Chemical and they'll handle your pest problems for you. Warren Chemical and Equipment Company. We kill bugs. Call us at 342-7644. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with lows around 13. East winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunny skies tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 37. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night, lows dip down to about 21. Daytime highs approaching 41 Thursday under mainly cloudy skies. 44 Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 22. First Gold Gaming Resort finishes off 2022 with our biggest month of giveaways in history. Every weekend, count on winning your share of $8,600 in promo play. We give away through hot seat drawings. Don't miss First Gold's lucky seven $7,000 cash drawings on Saturday night. And it all wraps up with our annual New Year's cash and promo play around the clock giveaway, December 30th through January 1st. Get contest details at firstgold.com. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Black. Hey sports fans, it's Rob from the Firehouse Skybox, inviting you to make us your home for the NFL this season. We really wanted Rapid City to have a premier sports bar with great service and great food, and that's why we started the Skybox. We have 35 big screens, we'll show every NFL game all season long. Plus we'll have great specials for you to join us on Monday nights, Thursday nights, and all day of course on Sunday. The Skybox has the best food and the best experience for NFL football. Check us out on game days, and we look forward to serving you at the Skybox above the Firehouse in downtown Rapid City. 
In the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. Collins Siding has been the region's premier window siding door and gutter installation specialist since 1974. They use only the highest quality materials and never compromise on their workmanship. Collins Siding is licensed, bonded, and their estimates always include labor, materials, and applicable permits and taxes. Collins Siding has been providing top quality service and exceeding high standards for over 45 years. And you can find out how by visiting them at 2016 Cherry Avenue. Collins Siding, 2016 Cherry Avenue, Rapid City. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the Odd Couple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show live on a Tuesday, 4 to 6 here on Fox Sports Rapid City. 106 7 FM, 1150 AM. Glad you're back on the program. I appreciate that. Zach Barnett coming up, college football writer for Football Scoop. We'll get into the transfer portal stuff. Get into the college football playoff. What do you think? Ohio State TCU in the playoff with Michigan and Georgia. We'll get to Zach Barnett on the way. We're going to expand on this Wyoming Cowboy football story. Four uh, starters into the transfer portal yesterday. Well, three yesterday, one today. This is, uh, you know, one of those things. I don't know how you keep players around. Mid-tier programs still having success. They get the scholarships, and then a lot of them say, I'm out. I think I can go somewhere else and do better. Casper Star Tribune, Wyoming football beat writer, Ryan Thorburn. He's on the way from Casper. We'll get into it. Covers Wyoming football. Um, Dave Hollenbeck coming up. Hang tight. He's got practice here tonight, so we'll, we'll track him down. Head coach St. Thomas More, like talking high school hopes with him. 28th year for Dave Hollenbeck. He's won four state titles, and uh, the Cavalier boys ready and rolling starting next week. We'll get into our high school basketball previews as we continue. I want to get into the drive at five with this question of the day here on the Nate Brown Show. I want your answer here. Wait a second. We got a listener text on uh, the Wyoming Cowboys losing players. Um, maybe the Arizona Bowl isn't up to those players' expectations. Seven wins? Got to get to eight. <laughs> That's a good joke. Well, you should have beat Boise State. Anyway, um, yeah, it was your fault, right? Uh, okay, no, no, yeah, we're fine, we're fine, okay? Um, let me get into this Deion Sanders story. This is intriguing to me, really, really intriguing, interesting scenario how Deion Sanders, his whole, um, his career, very, very interesting to me from primetime Deion, huge personality, unbelievable athlete, Okay. For the Braves, Cowboys, 49ers, Falcons, I mean, the whole thing. Unbelievable. Dual sport, prime time. We know him, right? So he has the credentials. And then he gets into the college football scene, and there's there's some people that really like him. Then there's people that are detractors. You're always going to have it. They say, 
Well, he went the HBCU route, and, and he's supposed to stay there because that's what his mission was, and he's trying to help out Jackson State and those and, and his players and the whole thing. And now he's going to leave to CU. So there's some people upset here this week. Well, Dion's leaving Jackson State, and he should have stayed with the HBCU route, and that's what he was saying and preaching and, and going down that road. Okay, I understand. Now he's going to CU, and – it's really interesting because this is a program that has been really bad, and you all know it. I mean, you have to go back quite some time to where they were even pretty competitive. I guess Coach Hawkins kind of had them in there, kind of. I mean, then they fell off a cliff. And, I mean, that cliff has been steep. CU Buffalo football has been really bad. They just went 1-11. For example, they got beat by Air Force 41-10. to the Wyoming Cowboys beat Air Force. I mean, give us a little credit. Um, okay, Air Force is, is one of those, you know, mid-tier, Mountain West. They blew out CU right there in their own state. Now Deion Sanders is going in there. And here's my question for you. When you think about what he's able to bring, do you think Deion Sanders, he went to Jackson State and actually got NFL talent to go the HBCU route? That's an FCS program. He got NFL talent and and the number one recruit in the country to go to Jackson State. That's what Dion did there. Can he revive the CU Buffs? Just watch your perspective. A yes or no question of the day on the Nate Brown Show this Tuesday. That's what I want to know, okay? Um, I want to know if you think Dion Sanders can revive the CU Buffs football program. When they were really good, you go to McCartney, McCartney, right? Way back in the day. Cordell Stewart, Westbrook. I mean, you go. You have to go back and think about some of the teams. Rick Neuheisel had some good teams. You remember Neuheisel there? He had some good teams. But CU has, has fallen off. I mean, they had Rashawn Salam, some of these guys that were really, really good. And now it's not even close. Can they get back to those days? I'm talking national prominence and really competing in the Pac-12. And the reason I ask it is, speaking of the transfer portal, you don't have to build a program from the bottom up. You can just bring in whoever, wherever, anytime. You can just bring in guys that are at this school, take them over here, and you can all of a sudden build it. So you're not going to have to wait around. They gave them a five-year deal, by the way, if you don't know the numbers. Deion Sanders to Colorado, five years. 30 million, okay, 30 million is like 29 and a half. I'll call it good. But so you're talking average, 6 million a year. That's um, an investment for Colorado, but, you know, not a huge one in the big picture of college football. Lincoln Riley in the Pac-12 goes to USC. He's getting over 11. And Lincoln Riley turned that puppy around right now. Can Dion do something similar? CU's not going to go from 1 and 11 to USC. I'm not saying that. But will they compete in the Pac-12 quickly? That's my question of the day from Deion Sanders. Um, what do you say? 720-1067. 720-1067 if you want uh, to answer the question of the day. I want to see where you stand on it, what people think. Is he going to meet the hype, essentially? I got this text I want to find here um, on Dion, a longtime Colorado Buffaloes fan checking in. Listener text 720-1067. Nate, longtime Colorado fan, been a fan as long as I've been a Bronco fan. 
Very exciting times in Boulder. I'm stoked with Deion Sanders' hire, and their first game at Folsom Field is against an old rival, Nebraska. I will always be a diehard Broncos fan, but this is a big, big deal for the Colorado Buffaloes. So you're telling me he can revive them. Is that what you're telling me? Okay. This is going to be a much harder job than USC, right? We all know this. Can Dion live up to the hype? It's, it's big now. He got major guys to go to Jackson State. Can he do that in Colorado? Thanks for calling. You're live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of factors. Um, but as far as recruitment, he, you know, he's proven he can do that. And that's, I mean, that's like 80% of the deal these yes. days. Is that number you one? You get the talent. Yes, yes. You know, you get the talent, you get a few good coordinators, and I'd say he'll turn it around fairly quickly. Okay, so you're in. You're. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I think it. so. I, you might be right. What What's my answer to this? What's my answer to this? Matt Kearney, the producer of the Nate Brown Show. Am I going to reveal his vote? Am I going to reveal his vote? Matt Kearney, the producer of the Nate Brown Show, says he will not turn it around. He says he will not turn it around. So it's going to be a tough, tough road at CU because it's so far gone. What's your answer? Will Deion Sanders get the CU buffs back in national prominence? And that means competing near the top of the Pac-12. Going to be up there with Oregon, USC. Well, USC is going to be gone. So how about that? Opening up the door, USC and UCLA are out. Is it going to be Dion's conference? Is there going to be a conference? Are we going to be seeing Dion Sanders coach against Craig Bowl in the Mountain West? No, hang on. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Hang on. Pump the brakes. 72% of you say Dion's going to revive the CU Buffs. 72% of you. 28% say CU is too far long gone. For Dion, 72% are in, all in on Dion. Um, listener text, um, flip a coin, find out what he knows about X's and O's. See, and, and that's, I, I get that. What Dion's got to do is build the staff. Because what Dion is, he's the face, he's the recruiter. He's that guy. He's not going to draw up the plays. Okay, that's, that's what I understand. So, he better have a great staff. And speaking of that, we just got word of this. This is a this is a regional point of interest. Do you guys remember Bill O'Boyle at Shadron State? Shadron State football, longtime coach, Bill O'Boyle. Just being reported by Football Scoop that Bill O'Boyle is going to join Deion Sanders on his staff at CU. Just a little just a little note. Uh, for all you Shadron State, if you've watched Shadron State over the years, Bill O'Boyle, that just came out this afternoon from footballscoop.com. Bill O'Boyle's going to join Deion Sanders, but there's a little news for you. Um, I will say, he can't drop the plays, but he's going to recruit, and I, I agree with the last caller. My answer to this is I'm going to differ from producer Matt Kearney. It's okay. He, he, dis, he disagrees with me a lot. It's a beautiful thing. Deion Sanders can revive him. Because if he's able to get the number one guy to go to Jackson State, FCS, if he can sell them that much, he can sell them D1, FBS, Power 5, Pac-12, CU. Because he can sell the NFL, and he has the credentials. He's going to sell a different story at CU 
that he was selling at Jackson State. And if he can get the number one recruit in the country, we're not talking, he's going up against Alabama and everybody. He got the number one guy to go to Jackson State. That's all I need to know. He's going to get him. He's going to get him at CU. And I don't think it's going to be a, a bad story at CU. Is he going to go off and reel off a bunch of wins here right away? No. But I'll tell you this, they're going to win more than one. Are they going to be bowl eligible next year? That would be a start. I think, Dion, if you can recruit like that, I think it's the end of the story. Listener text, Bill O'Boyle rules. Okay. <laughs> He's going to be with Dion at CU. Very interesting, by the way, kind of a regional um, connection there. Longtime head coach at Chadron State. Okay, I'm coming right back. Speaking of guys that get paid a bunch, these numbers came out from Sportico. They cover uh, business in sports. These numbers came out. Who are the highest paid football coaches in the country? NFL and college. Dion's getting $6 million a year. Okay, that's not even up. He's, he's not even going to be up there. Who are the highest paid coaches this year in football in this country? Interesting list next. Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, we are committed to improving the lives of our members and bettering our communities. As your community credit union, we're here to get to know you and your unique needs. From extended service hours to the newest technology, we have you covered. Stop by any location to get started or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by the NCUA. Hi, this is Cody Young at High Plains Physical Therapy and Aquatic Therapy Center. I started High Plains PT in 1999, and we've been providing personalized care in Rapid City to help our patients get back in action. Remember, you have a choice for who you go to see for physical therapy. With our state-of-the-art Aquatic Therapy Center, we are equipped to help you achieve your health goals. At High Plains, we'll give you the one-on-one -on -one treatment you deserve. We look forward to working with you at our new facility. To get started, visit highplainspt.com. KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station, 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. All right, Rapid City, one of my favorite places is Poor 54 downtown. If you're looking for the best place to have a cold one with friends, maybe date night with your wife, or just go and watch the big game with some buddies in their great sports area upstairs, Poor 54 has it all. Plus, 54 taps of beer from local and regional breweries, and it's self-serve. You don't have to wait around. You can get what you want right away. And the food's out of this world. I love the Detroit-style pan pizzas. Check out Poor 54. You'll love it. Downtown Main street hi it's colin coward great to be in the black hills getting the herd weekdays 10 to 1 on 1067 fm and 11 50 a.m fox sports rapid city 
Hey, welcome back. We're in the Drive at Five on a Tuesday. The Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show on the Drive at Five, driven by Summit Automotive Group. Take a look right now. Great selection when it comes to pre-owned selection. Trucks, SUVs, get around in the snow. Yeah, I know. I'm getting a little bit now. Getting cold. It's winter. SummitAutoGRP.com. Stacy and Matt will treat you the right way. None of the high-pressure sales stuff, you know, the gimmicky stuff. Carbine truly built around you, the right financing, the right vehicle, the right treatment. SummitAutoGRP.com. Start there. Zach Barnett's coming up, National College football writer for Football Scoop. I'm going to ask him about Bill O'Boyle, former Shadron State head coach. He's going to join Deion Sanders. That report coming out from Football Scoop first moments ago. We got Zach coming up. Ryan Thorburn's on the way. Wyoming football beat writer Casper Star Tribune. The Wyoming Cowboys floodgates have opened up again for back-to-back years. Starters on the football team transferring. They're going to, they're winning, so that's not an issue. I mean, I know there's many reasons, but I, I, I hate seeing it. I don't know how you can handle it. It's a wild, wild west. Players, starters, transferring for the Pokes. We'll talk to Ryan Thorburn, Casper Star Tribune. Um, before we get to Zach Barnett next, here's, this is interesting information that came out from Sportico today. They have calculated... Um, all of the highest paid coaches in football, um, and not only in football, that's, that's many of them, but all sports, from the NFL to the NBA uh, to college football. So Sportico comes out with their top highest paid coaches. They dug into all the contracts and all the bonuses and all that stuff. And this is really interesting to me. It didn't surprise me. Matt Kearney and I were going through this list. He's like, hey, who do you think's number one? Who's number two? I was guessing some of these right, and, and, it, and it shouldn't surprise you, but it's interesting how it all goes down. Sportico comes out with it today. The highest paid coaches in U.S. sports. And there's some college football guys in here. Number 10's Kirby Smart, Georgia. $11.3 million. Number nine, Dabo Sweeney, Clemson, $11.5 million. Number eight in this country is Nick Saban. He's number eight overall coaches at all levels, $11.8 million a year, Nick Saban at Alabama. Now you get into the pros. Tied for number six, highest paid, John Harbaugh Ravens, Andy Reid Chiefs, $12 million this year. John Harbaugh, Ravens, Andy Reid, Chiefs. Top five highest-paid coaches in U.S. sports today. Sportico. Number five, Mike Tomlin, $12.5 million at the Steelers this year. Number four, Greg Popovich. The Spurs, uh, $13 million a year for Pop. He's the only NBA guy on the list in the top ten. Here's one. They had to pay him more because he was going to go to TV, I guess. Sean McVay, Rams. How's that season going? <laughs> Injuries. Okay, I understand. I'm a Broncos fan. McVay's number three, $14 million a year. And the top two highest-paid coaches in U.S. sports from Sportigo this season. Pete Carroll's number two on the list, $15 million a year. And Bill Belichick from the Patriots jumps all the way to $20 million a season. $20 million a year for Bill Belichick. Now, Belichick and Carroll are not just the coaches. They, they're essentially running the front office there, too, football personnel. So it's, it's, well, we're running the football side, the draft, the whole thing. 
That's why I, I argue they're getting big chunks there, right? But Pete Carroll, number two highest paid coach, $15 million, and then Bill Belichick beats everybody, $20 million a year, number one. By the way, I thought this was interesting. Lincoln Riley's in at number 11. Lincoln Riley's number 11 at USC in his first year, $11 million a year. And rounding out the top 20, look out, Husker fans, rounding out the top 20 highest paid coaches in all of sports, pro and everything, Matt Rule, number 20 in an eight-year contract with the Huskers making over $9 million a year. Coming right back with Zach Barnett, college football writer for Football Scoop. There's a two-year starter at a big-time program who lost his spot in one game. He lost his starting spot in one game. And the two-year starter today says, I'm transferring. We'll discuss next. This is South Dakota's Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with lows around 13. East winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunny skies tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 37. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night, lows dip down to about 21. Daytime highs approaching 41 Thursday under mainly cloudy skies. 44 Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 21. With home values rising in the Black Hills, a cash-out refinance loan from Black Hills Community Bank is a great choice. Thinking about home improvements or projects? Think about a cash-out refinance. Possibilities are endless. Consolidate your debt into one mortgage payment. Tap into the equity of your home with Black Hills Community Bank. Get started today using the online loan application at bhcbank.com or call to speak to a mortgage banker. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Denny Mental Rapid Chevrolet is looking for a few great folks to join our team. We have immediate openings for automotive techs and body shop techs. We offer a family-owned environment, state-of-the-art equipment and facilities, tool assistance, tuition reimbursement, training, paid vacation, 401k, health, dental, and vision insurance, and of course, a very competitive salary. If you're looking for a fresh start, apply in person at Denny Mental Rapid Chevrolet or apply online at DennyMentalRapidChevrolet.com under the Dealer Info Employment tab. Hi, I'm Mike. I am one of the over 600 adults at Lake Hills Works Supports. I'm excited to tell you that Lake Hills Works is one of the local nonprofits being recognized during the Rush Get Back on Saturday, December 10th at the Monument Ice Arena. All tickets to the game are $30, and $5 of every ticket sold is donated back to local charities like Black Hills Works. Rush Gives Back Night is presented by Black Hills Energy. Get your tickets at rapidcityrush.com. Go Rush! Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, thought-provoking sports talk, South Dakota sports talk show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Remember, if you miss parts of the show, some of our guests, the Nate Brown Show podcast available. We put it up every night after we finish the live show, so then you can download it, listen at your own convenience. One of our favorite listeners, he says, I listen while I walk my dog. It's a great thing. I hope we get that dog rolling, man, with a little bit of energy, right, on the podcast, the Nate Brown Show podcast. You can find it where you uh, download your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. We're out there, the Nate Brown Show podcast. In case you miss anybody, you can find him there. Zach Barnett in live, National College Football Writer, footballscoop.com. Find him on Twitter at Zach underscore Barnett. Zach, good to have you. How are you? Doing well, Nate. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the time. Let me ask you, Nick Saban was campaigning over the weekend for Alabama to get into the college football playoff with two losses. No team with two losses has made it. He was campaigning. He said, hey, would you favor us against some of the teams that are in there? He said, I I think you would. So you should put the best teams in. Does he have a point? You know what, Nate? I'm glad you asked me that question because, no, he does not have a point. And I think that was one of the lowest moments of Nick Saban's career. And he knows better than that. And I support him. I I wish he had the dignity to come out and say, look, we've won a lot of games. This wasn't our year. We don't deserve to be in. I I can't fault a guy for fighting for his team until the bitter end. But I hate this argument, and I hate that he legitimized it by breathing life into it. Look at it this way. I'll put it, Texas A&M was the number four team right now in the or going into this season in the 24/7 uh, talent composite ratings. Does anyone have them as, as a college football playoff contender? No. 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 <laughs> well, they're they're four best teams. They're one of the best teams. They have the most talent. The the, the web page says so. We we need to be more nuanced than this. Alabama would be favored. Yeah, maybe they would. They'd probably be a pick with Georgia. Does anyone think Alabama's better than Georgia this year? No. Look at it this way. Does Vegas get it right more than the average person? Yes, they do. Of course they do. Are they perfect? Absolutely not. Did Vegas have any idea that Michigan was going to go to Columbus and beat the Buckeyes by 22, 23 points, whatever it was? If they, if Nate, let me ask you this. If, Mich- if, if Vegas knew that Michigan was going to win that game by 22 points. Don't you think they would have made the line Michigan minus 21? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, because no one in their right mind would have taken would have taken Michigan in that regard in that in that scenario. And they would have built they would have built Las Vegas 2.0 on top of Las Vegas with all the money they would have made from that game. But they got that one wrong. They had no idea Michigan was going to win by that much. So the, the Vegas line is not a prediction of the game. It is an attempt to manipulate the public's confidence in a given team to make money for Vegas. That's all that it is. Okay, Nick Saban, he's saying, hey, we lost an OT to, to LSU on the road. I mean, uh, Bryce Young's been uh, hurt. I mean, he, he was playing hurt here. We just weren't – we were a shell of ourselves, essentially. He's saying we're the better team. Is that an argument? If you were the better team, you would have beaten LSU. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> All right, there you go. Um, by the way, so TCU's in um, the loss to K-State. What did you think of that uh, situation there where it's like, okay, 
they had to play in a championship game. They lost. They're, they're still in. Ohio State is sitting here, didn't have to play in a championship game. Um, they move up and get in as well. I get it, USC, they had two losses, but their argument is we had to play an extra game. Is this system one of those things that has to change? Meaning, Zach, hey, the, the automatic qualifiers have to be these conference champions to make these conference games matter. Will that help? Well, I mean, I, I personally, I don't think the, the need, I don't think we need to have the conversation about the system because the system changing. There's, there's no debate about that. The system is changing. Now, we, the reasonable people can, can disagree on the, the nature of the change. And the, the, the compromise that the powers that be came to is we're going to have 12 teams, six automatic bids to the top six conference champions, and not necessarily the five power conference champions plus the top group of five, but the top six conference champions. Okay. And then uh, six at-larges and the top four seeds have to go to conference champions. And so the argument there is that it makes conference – it would make last Saturday super exciting. Right. Clemson right now would be the three seed. They could say, well, they won their conference, and it made every ACC game matter. And I agree with that. I, I like the chaos of a Kansas State either being, you know, potentially in the field as, you know, a – you know, a, uh, what would they be? They'd be the five. Is potentially they could have been a, a buy, or they would have lost and been out of it. Uh, you know, that that has a very March Madness feel to it. Now, the 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 counter to that argument is, you know, Michigan as the two seed. Their reward for being the two seed is they get to play out the seventh seed Alabama in. Uh, they get to play the seventh seed Alabama in the quarterfinals. That doesn't seem like much of a reward. It's hard to sit here and argue that Alabama is the seventh best team in this tournament, although I personally have been number six in, in my ranking, so it's not too far off. So there, if, you, if you sit here and say that they should go with the top 12 teams or, or take the, the 12, the six conference champs, the six at-larges, and then just rank them one through 12 from there, you know, I, I can see how you'd have a, a reasonable debate there. I personally, I like rewarding conference champions. I think that makes the regular season. I think that makes more regular season games matter. I think it makes, you know, if you're a a Pac-12 team, I think it makes you pay attention to what happens in the ACC and and vice versa. And I like that aspect of it. Yeah, I'm with that as well. Zach Barnett on, I I want the conference championship games uh, to matter. Um, College football writer, footballscoop.com. Okay, I'll go to the Deion Sanders uh, question of the day. I asked my audience, will Deion Sanders revive the CU Buffs into a top-tier Pac-12 program? I don't know what's going to happen to the Pac-12, but as it sits now, will Deion Sanders revive them? You know what? I think he will. I, I really, I really do. I think he, you know, I, I, I think it's it's a new day in college football. And could would Deion Sanders win an X's and O's battle against his fellow Pac-12 coaches? Probably not. I don't want to sit here and say, you know, and speculate about what Deion does or doesn't know in terms of his X's and O's. But I do know the guy has an ability to get people in the boat, and he's. He's hired Sean Lewis, a Kent State head coach, to come be his offensive coordinator. So he got him in the boat. He's going to get, he's going to get some really good players in the boat. 
You know, he's going to bring some really good players with him. And that right there, I mean, college football is, is becoming a relationship sport and not a not so much a, a, a pure knowledge sport. So I think he'll get enough talent around him to where Colorado will be back and be, you know, in, in the top three of the new look Pac-12 within three years. Okay, I'm going to go to this transfer portal story. Uh, there's a bunch of them now, but a big one is Clemson's QB, DJ Ugalele. He's um, transferring. I mean, he started two years. Maybe didn't set the world on fire, but, you know, they've done some things there at Clemson still. He loses his spot in the ACC championship game. Now he's not named the starter. And uh, it's only, you know, it's again, it's one game, I guess, but he goes transfer portal. What what have, what have fans' reaction what are fans' reaction to that? Starting two years, one game he's out, and he's gone. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily one game. I think, I mean, it, it, this was a, 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 I mean, going back to the start of the season, there was a little bit of controversy of whether Cade Klubnick should play. And, you know, he got yanked a, a couple of different times and probably should have been yanked even more than he was for Cade Klubnick. So it's not as if it, he couldn't see what was in his rearview mirror. And so I think uh, I, I bet you when he uh, told Dabo he's leaving, Dabo probably didn't fight too hard to, to get him to stay. Mm. You know, sometimes you know, we, we we attach ourselves to the romantic notion of, of a guy playing you know his entire career for the school, but sometimes a change of scenery is good for both parties. And now, having said that, I'm fascinated to see what the uh, what the market for for DJ is going to be like. Because there's, I, I, I can promise you, there's more, you know, quote unquote QB ones, on, you know, in the portal right now than there's going to be available QB one jobs open. And so, you know, he's going to view himself as a starter, and you know, want assurances that he can go in there and and be a, a QB one. And so, you know, what kind of offers, what what kind of. Uh, line forms for his services. I'm going to be fascinated to watch that. Zach Barnett on tonight. Good stuff. These guys are busy at footballscoop.com. One more note, uh, Zach, of regional interest. So we're close to Shadron State. It's a D2 college, okay? You guys know this. Shadron State, former head coach Bill O'Boyle. I see this report that he's going to be joining Deion Sanders. Um, And you talked about, hey, he's going to bring players in, and he's already bringing in some coaches. What, what about Bill O'Boyle um, going to uh, CU? You know, I saw Danny Woodhead. He was the, the offensive line coach at Nebraska, I believe, when, when Woodhead was there. Or, excuse me, Danny Wood. I was, I was getting him confused with uh, Rex Burkhead. But he was, he was there when, when uh, Danny Woodhead was there. At Shadron, sung, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he uh, sung O'Boyle's praises. So that's an endorsement right there for me. And, and that's a uh, – Another example of people believe in Dion, and that that will carry you a long way this, this day and age in college football. Zach Barnett tonight, footballscoop.com. Find him on Twitter at Zach underscore Barnett. Thanks, Zach. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Zach Barnett tonight, college football writer. I go to the site every day, footballscoop.com. On Twitter, at Zach underscore Barnett. All right. Um, let's see. I want to get into uh, the results here. More results coming in. Will Deion Sanders get the CU Buffs competing near the top of the Pac-12 and back to national prominence? That's my question of the day with Dion. He's an unbelievable recruiter. That's the way it looks. 
I mean, he had the number one recruit in high school football go to Jackson State. He was wanted by everybody. Alabama, Ohio State, everybody. Dion got him at Jackson State. Will he be able to get the CU Buffs, 1-11 this past year, back up to speed? 70% of you checking in with, yes, Dion will revive that program quickly. 30% say, no, CU is long gone. CU football is long gone. All right. Um, another question of the day. Let's check in on the other one of the Nate Brown Show on the drive at five. The other one is the Wyoming Cowboys losing starters to the transfer portal. They lost 15 players last year, including starters. They've lost four starters this year. The transfer portal opened up in college football yesterday. And the Wyoming Cowboys are going to a bowl game. There's seven wins. And Craig Bowles losing players. How do you stop players from exiting your program? Is it possible? It's my question of the day, like, like that. Is it possible? Um... 90%, no, it's up to 91%, lopsided. 91% of you say it is not possible. You will never stop this. Listener text, it's going to be a continuous issue. Nothing can be done. <laughs> uh, let's see what Ryan Thorburn says. What is the issue? What is the issue? Wyoming's been bull eligible six out of seven years. The Cowboys, six out of seven years. And he had the youngest, uh, third youngest team in the country. These guys are playing. They're not sitting on the bench. They're playing and starting. And now they're transferring. Ryan Thorburn covers Wyoming football for the Casper Star Tribune. We'll ask him the questions next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Listen to what your friends and neighbors are saying about Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail. Steve Borkert, Rapid City. Been using Anytime Auto now for several years, actually. Heard uh, their ads on the radio and thought I'd try them out. Turns out that it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. Uh, came in for an oil change. Oil change was done easily and quickly. Uh, my son has had his oil changes done here also, but he also had shocks and struts put on. Great pricing, great work. Uh, I've had new tires put on, and i got to tell you, the tires are amazing. Uh, and the pricing here is as good, if not better, than any place you're going to find in Rapid City. And again, everybody is very friendly and, and courteous and is above and beyond. We'll never take our vehicles anyplace else but Anytime Auto Sales. There you have it. For the best in automotive sales and service, see Anytime Auto Sales service and detail. Corner of Highway 79 in East Minnesota. Anytime Auto Sales. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Jensen at Physio. We want to be your trusted partner for physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab. As the official strength and conditioning partners for Stevens, Central, Douglas, and the Rapid City Rush, our team at Physio is building the best athletes in the Black Hills. If you have an athlete in the family, we offer long-term athlete development at affordable prices for middle and high school students. We also have the only board-certified sports PT in Rapid City. At our brand-new facility, Physio is ready to help you perform at your best. One-on-one physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab, all at one place. Get started at bhphysio.com. Hi, this is David Brenneman with Coldwell Banker in Rapid City. If you've considered selling your current home, let me take you to that next step with confidence. The Black Hills housing market is competitive, and I have been in the business of attracting buyers for 15 years. Let's make it happen. Contact me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. List it, sell it, and move on. 
with me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. So at Black Hills Health and Wellness Center, we have four chiropractors in the clinic, and our big focus is working on the musculoskeletal health of patients. We have recommended Pioneer Bacon Trust to many other locally owned businesses and friends and families that own businesses in the Black Hills. It's always organized, it's always beautiful, they're extremely courteous, extremely polite, and if something goes wrong or you need help, they are more than willing to go the distance to get that done for you. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Pioneer Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Ho, 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 ho. Auto Value has once again teamed up with Toys for Tots to help deliver hope to less fortunate children this Christmas. Now through December 15th, you can drop off a new unwrapped toy or cash donation at any participating Auto Value parts store. Your toy or cash donation will not only help Santa, but also allow one more child to experience the magic of Christmas. On behalf of everyone at Auto Value and the North Pole, we thank you. Ho, ho, ho. Looking for a great place for a pregame meal that really satisfies? Or maybe you want a place to take your all-star after the game. Or you're looking for a place to enjoy a delicious meal while watching your favorite team on the big screen TV. Valley Sports Bar and Grill has all the bases covered for all those things and more. Top-notch, friendly, and attentive service. Wall-to-wall big screen TVs with all the big games. And the absolute best wings in Rapid City. Valley Sports Bar. Make it your place. 1865 Valley Drive. Rapid City. Are you ready for new windows? Renewal by Anderson's windows are the best you can get, and their awesome Black Friday event is backed by popular demand. This is an incredible offer, and you don't have to get up early or stand in line. You don't even have to wait until Black Friday. You can book your estimate right now. Listen to this. Renewal by Anderson is giving 20% off every window, and depending on how many windows you get, you'll receive a Visa gift card for up to $1,500. Imagine getting awesome new Renewal by Anderson windows and a lot of spending cash for Christmas. It's fantastic. The financing offer is so great. No money down. No interest or payments for 18 months. Think about that. You get your new windows now, and you don't even have to make a payment until 2024. Wow. It's a very limited time offer, though. It starts on Black Friday, November 25th. It runs through December 9th. Please do not wait to book your free estimate right now. Just go to rbarapidcity.com. That's rbarapidcity.com to set up your free estimate. Renewal by Anderson. Make a great investment this Black Friday. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in on a lively Tuesday. Fun show today. Good stuff from you guys on the text line. Good stuff. The Nate Brown Show live, Fox Sports Rapid City. You want to text the show, you've got it. 720-1067 the number and the Barron's Wilson listener text line for you. I'm trying to get to all the texts here and uh, read through them. Trying to get those on the air. A lot of discussion on Deion Sanders. A lot of discussion on the transfer portal. And uh, that's been my question of the day when this Wyoming Cowboys football story came out. Transfer portal opened yesterday. Three starters Jump into the portal for the Wyoming Cowboys on a bowl-eligible team. They're going to go to the Arizona Bowl. Pokes have been bowl-eligible six out of seven years. But Craig Bowles lost players into the transfer portal big time the last uh, last season, 15 of them. Now right away some starters early on. Ryan Thorburn covers the Pokes. Casper Star Tribune, and he joins us live tonight. I know we got basketball tonight, too, so hang on. Ryan's in on the Nate Brown Show. Ryan, thanks for the time. How are you? 
I'm doing great. How's it going? It's going good, man. I appreciate your time. So um, I have a question of the day, and, and I've covered Wyoming football for a long time. My brother played there back in the 90s, and so I'm plugged in on it big time, and, and the new world of college football is different, so, so I get it. And I know Laramie, and I know Wyoming, and they're, they're fighting an uphill battle, and some people don't want to go to Laramie and, and all of the uh, things that kids look at these days. So I know there's a lot of factors. Why do you think the Wyoming Cowboys winning teams – have lost players to the transfer portal. Probably many reasons, but if you can look at the program, why is that happening? Well, first of all, it's happening everywhere, and I think you're going to see, you know, in the future, 15% of every roster every year is going to be in the portal. It's just it's just this generation. It's the new era of college football. You know, I, I used to cover Oregon. They just lost their best player in the portal. Notre Dame lost their quarterback. You know, there's, I think, 76 quarterbacks in already, over 1,000 players in. So it's not unique to Wyoming, but it is a unique challenge because the program, as you know, is so good at developing players that were not recruited very highly out of high school and developing a lot of them into NFL players. And now you just wonder, will they be developing players for Power 5 programs going forward? Okay, so it's interesting. My first thought, Ryan, is, these guys that uh, into the portal yesterday, uh, Texas uh, players, and they didn't have huge offers out of high school. And as you say, uh, Craig Bull has done this. He's developed some of these guys. They played right away. So, I mean, they played a lot. And I look at it, some guys say, well, I'm going to transfer because I got a guy in front of me or two guys in front of me. These guys played all the time. Some, some of the best players on offense and on defense. So I look at it and I say, do these guys say, well, I played at Wyoming, but I can go play somewhere bigger. Is that – that's my first thought. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, just talking to Tom Berman yesterday on the Arizona Bowl uh, press conference, he mentioned that the vast majority of the guys that have transferred last year and this year are uh, not regional guys, you know, like this year. For example, they're all from Texas. Uh, Keontae Glenn went in the portal tonight. He's from California. So – there's going to be some of that where they've put in three years in Laramie and uh, it's winter again, and maybe they are betting on themselves that you know a Pac-12 school or a Big 12 school uh, will not only uh, take a chance on them, but maybe there's some NIL money at those type of programs that have these collectives. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't panic if I was a Wyoming fan. Obviously, it's tremendously disappointing when you – develop a guy like Olu Omotosho, the defensive end. He's had a fantastic year. Yeah. You know, I saw he already had got one offer from Oregon State right out of the chute. Uh, guys like that, and you know, they're going to climb. But you got to wonder about a Cam Murray, a starting corner at Wyoming who's undersized, giving a shot here. You know, would he even be able to start at a big, big power five program? I don't know that he's really risking it by doing that. Uh, yeah. There's some guys that are obviously talented enough to move up, and then you you got to wonder about some of the guys that are are just getting into the trend and go up. Ryan Thorburn on tonight covers Wyoming football for the Casper Star Tribune. He's on Twitter at by underscore Ryan Thorburn. Pokes lose some guys to the portal, as everybody is. Here's the thing about Wyoming. Craig Bowl has, is old school, but I've seen it now the last couple of years He's going to the portal now. He loses guys, but he feels like now we got to go there too. He's always been a big high school guy. 
Is that what Craig just has to do? I think he needs to do it at certain positions. I mean, the natives have been restless for years about the passing offense, and it was obviously very, very poor the last two games with, you know, Jaden Clemens with the three picks against Boise State, and then Peasley comes back from the concussion, doesn't have any weapons, and they were really awful against Fresno State. So you can see they still have a big gap between, you know, finishing third and finishing first was a big gap this year. So I think that means they really need to take a look at wide receiver in the portal. There's a lot of wide receivers in the portal, disgruntled guys at Power 5 programs that didn't get a shot. Maybe, you know, they did a great job last year getting Ja'Cory Hawkins uh, from Ole Miss to fill one of their corner spots, you know, and he had a a good season. I think they need to do that at wide receiver, uh, and maybe – they will probably won't do it this cycle, but I'd love to see him do it at quarterback as well. Ryan Thorburn on tonight covers Wyoming football. The transfer portal opened yesterday. Some starters go in. When you have a big season, a lot of these guys say, well, I'm, I'm going to go here or there and test the waters. Casper Star Tribune. Find him on Twitter at by underscore Ryan Thorburn. Ryan, good to have you, man. Thanks for hopping on. Oh, yeah, anytime. Appreciate right. it. Appreciate the time. Ryan Thorburn tonight, Wyoming football beat writer, Casper Star Tribune, here on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. And that's, and that's um, it's just going to be ongoing. So you're going to have a good season at a place like Wyoming. You didn't get recruited heavily from other places. Wyoming gives you the chance. And that's where I have a tough time with it. I have a tough time with it. That would have been Josh Allen saying, Hey, Wyoming, thanks for giving me the opportunity when nobody else did. Now I'm a really, really good player. I'm going to go to the transfer portal and play somewhere else. And he didn't. But now you have the portal wide open. You can transfer, no questions asked. Don't have to talk to the coach, even sit down, like, have a meeting, you know, talk face-to-face might be kind of nice. I mean, maybe some of these guys did. I don't know. But you don't have to. You can just put your name in, compliance gets it, and you're gone. So if you have a good season at a place like Wyoming, they cannot necessarily count on, hey, we got this guy for another year or two. No, this guy's going to, well, I might go to Oregon. I might go to CU, man. Dion's down there. Yeah, let's go. I, I, I don't like it. I could say it. I don't like it. But that's the scenario. So what does Craig Bowl have to do at, at Wyoming? He's got to go to the portal and get the guys that aren't getting the big show at Ole Miss, at Alabama, wherever, okay? They aren't getting, uh, they aren't rising to the level that they want. Go and get those guys. But, boy, how hard is this? I mean, you're looking at it saying, okay, I'm trying to evaluate the player, the person. Okay, where's he been? Well, this guy's transferred a couple of times. Is that a red flag? I, I don't know, but what about the situation here? Is he going to like Laramie and the Wyoming program or trying to build a family and a culture? Good luck. Good luck. Um, Hard to build cultures. Hard to build cultures. Um, Listener text, of course Dion can turn the football program around at CU, but it will take two to three years to do it. Colorado's not USC. Yes, that's right. That is right. Um, I don't know about two to three years. He's not going to go like um, USC in one year. But I'm saying, like, he's not going to go to the, the playoff or even sniff the playoff, I would say, like, in a couple of years. I get it. But will he get them in the um, 
competing in the Pac-12 in a couple of years? Yes, I do believe. I do believe that. Okay, I've got to end this show the right way. And you do not want to miss this. Who's hot and who's not? Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. The Denver Broncos are playing the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. Are you excited? The Kansas City Star newspaper. I've had these guys on my show. The Kansas City Star newspaper is in my who's not category. And I will tell you why next. This is the Nate Brown Show. Have you hit a pothole or curb with your car? Does your vehicle need an adjustment or have an alignment, shock, or strut issue? Black Hills Tire is your one-stop shop for complete automotive service and repair in the Black Hills area. Trust your vehicle with no one else but Black Hills Tire. Contact Weston, Denise, and the guys at Black Hills Tire, where honesty, reliability, and safety is their top priority. Black Hills Tire voted the number one shop for automotive repair and brake repair and tire store in the Black Hills. Ask about their free pickup and delivery. Black Hills Tire. Check them out online at blackhillstire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with lows around 13. East winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunny skies tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 37. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night, lows dip down to about 21. Daytime highs approaching 41 Thursday under mainly cloudy skies. 44 Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 21. With two locations in Rapid City, Pizza Ranch is ready to serve your family. Every Wednesday is Kids Day. This is the best deal out there with the best buffet in town. One child, 12 and under, eats free for every regular-priced adult at the Pizza Ranch Buffet Wednesdays. And don't forget their senior special every Tuesday for $8.99. The Pizza Ranch Buffet. It's all good at the Pizza Ranch with two locations in Rapid City. And remember, daily online specials for carryout or delivery at Pizza Ranch. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, all right. On a Tuesday, it's Who's Hot and Who's Not, brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Two locations in Rapid City. The Pizza Ranch is the place, man. It's the best buffet in town. Fried chicken, salad bar, buffet your way, though. Make your favorite pizza if it's not on the buffet. Buffet your way. It's good stuff. Pizza Ranch Buffet tomorrow, Kids Day. One child 12 and under eats free for every regular priced adult. The Pizza Ranch Buffet Wednesdays. Buffets open 11 to 8. Who's hot and who's not? All right, I'll give the Pac-12 a little bit of love here tonight. In my who's hot category, look out. The Pac-12 championship Friday night when USC lost to Utah. It was the highest-rated Pac-12 championship game ever. The most eyeballs on that game. So that shows you how big, when USC's brand is strong, you're going to get a huge television market. A huge television market. It's the highest-rated Pac-12 championship game ever. 6.2 million viewers on Fox on Friday night. That's the highest. Uh, And it's the first time that game live sold out. It's the first time that ever sold out. Largest uh, audience live watching the Pac-12 championship. Okay, in my who's not category tonight, you better believe it. You better believe it. It's the Kansas City Star. The Kansas City Star newspaper is previewing the Broncos and Chiefs for Sunday afternoon. And one of their main headlines, one of their main headlines A focus on Russell Wilson's bathrooms illustrates how bad things are 
for the Broncos. Wilson's bathrooms in his home currently outnumber how many touchdown passes he's thrown. And a Twitter user noted he has a massive home in Cherry Hills Village in Colorado. It has 12 bathrooms. Will Russell Wilson throw as many touchdown passes as bathrooms in his home this season? That's the Kansas City star bringing that up right before we host the Chiefs. Careful. Don't be cute. Don't be cute because the Broncos are coming Sunday. See you tomorrow at 4.